Hello, friends out there in the Orc universe. Remember, with your Amazon Prime subscription, go over to Amazon Video and search for Blue Iron, a joint venture between Blue Iron Productions and Scatwell Killer Productions, a story of motorcycles and cops and Russian mafia and Mexican cartel and all kinds of fun people that would probably kill you should they have the chance. So with your subscription, just go ahead over and search Blue Iron. You got four episodes to watch right there. Go ahead and enjoy that. Also, the scottwillkillyou.com podcast network. It'll be scottwillkillyou.com. Oh, look, a uh, video just downloaded. Awesome. But already have secured shows, and that will be hitting the interweb very shortly. So keep an eye out for that as well. And on with the show. And welcome to the You. Our reviews will kill you. The review show that promises not to be a parasite on your questionable lifestyle. And I am the man then noisy. And as always, I am joined by the crustaceous crustacean. Noob noob. Wait, what's that? What? Quiet. It's awful quiet. There's, there's, there's no noob noob? Peaceful. Really? Quiet. Are you telling me that there's no noob noob here? It's a noob noob It's a noob noob free show! Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, not the voice I was going for. Ladies and gentlemen, there's the voice. This is a noob noob Actually, Noob Noob is on a vacation. Or an assignment. Assignment? I was told this was just a a trip, that there was no um, nefarious reasons for him traveling over the sea. To spread his Noob Noob seed? God forbid we do that. No, 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 no. we don't want to do that. No, no. So are you enough of one of them? (laughs) Who needs two? Good God. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even get rid of the one. (laughs) And as you could tell, but I am joined by my other partner, Scott Keebler. Hey, hey. So I've taken up the mantle, um, controlling three monitors. Um, I'm going to be taking the chair for Noob Noob as well as my normal duties. So we'll see how this goes because, of course, with the weather changing, so has the sinuses kicked in. (laughs) So if we sound funny, that's not on purpose. That's Mother Nature saying that the weather is changing and now you have to be sick. Yes, uh, we live in the lovely Northeast <laughs> uh, where we, we have seasons, but those seasons tend to dry. And once again, they changed overnight. It went from 80 to 60 in one day. With our, our weather report. I know. Weather so, Girl Scott as you Keeper. hear us sipping on our tea. And uh, drinking our libations. What's, what are these libations you made for us? These are tasty. Uh, it is a... Uh, Hard cider mixed with fireball. 
Oh, the only time I can drink Fireball. Yes, because other than that, it sucks. It's <laughs> it's kind of like cough syrup on its own. <laughs> so maybe that's helpful as well. Cough syrup. It's cough syrup. Fireball cough syrup. <laughs> I prefer Nyquil. So what are we talking about today, Scott? So on today's episode, Lindsay Lohan joins the UFC. <laughs> She had a little incident where she decided to uh, get herself punched in the face, so we'll be talking about that. Lady Gaga goes gaudy. Okay, she's going straight gaudy. She went And not gangster. Not gangster. So we'll talk about that because she's making some headlines. Has James Gunn left D.C.? No, joined DC. Joined DC. <laughs> and left so has Marvel. <laughs> James Gunn left Marvel to join DC. Hmm. Has that happened? It probably has. We'll talk about it a little bit more. And then we're going to go ahead and change gears and review Venom. Venom, Venom, going to get Venom. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about <laughs> that too. Because, <laughs> oh God. So that means. So. Let's start oh, out. The news. I know. Hold on. We're all re- I'm already behind on this. <laughs> Friends, <laughs> I have good news for you today. So- <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan, who is now over in some other country. I believe it's Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, where she's now a nightclub owner or something. Well, she owns, I believe she owns a, a nightclub in Mykonos, uh, which is going to be a, a reality show at some point, like Lohan's Hansy. It, hands, sh- it should be. Hands a, on. It should be a reality show with it, that freaking psychopath. It will be. It looked like Jersey Shore looked like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I believe so, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So she gets on uh, Instagram Live and starts chasing down a family and trying to steal their children. She's trying to abduct them. She's trying to abduct their children because hey, in her um, mind... I just want to show you a family that I met. She's a freedom a fighter. Syrian refugee family. Yes. Um, really and they're trafficking their children. I'm going to introduce you to them. And they really need help. And they really need help. So meanwhile, she's on Instagram Live and she's approaching this family that's homeless story, on the side of the so street. I can help you. There's all these hearts so, popping up on the thing. People are commenting on it. Hold on. She says something amusing. What do you need? What do you need? Hello, hello. Do you want me to give you a hotel? So, super helpful, right? So, so she's being super helpful. America... What you need, and and sh- then she kind of changes gears a little bit here. Let's uh, do some quick scrubbing. I'm not even sure if she speaks language or she's just mumbling something incoherently. Let me take them. Let them sleep. Come with me. You and me come. Yes. Let me take your children. Just come. Just come with me. Get into my van. Not I have candies. So the mom Just is now holding the kid tightly under a blanket. Not really the kind of behavior you run. think that like human <laughs> traffickers would have. Tech. You shouldn't be sleeping on the floor. <laughs> on okay? The f- 
on the ground on the outside. Do you understand that? Oh, there's she hearts like crazy, Papa. People are loving this. But you're a good little. So then, because she can't just steal children, which in her mind that seems like a perfectly logical thing to do, she gets to get aggressive. They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you. At this point, she's <laughs> following leave. them down the street. They've now got up and walked away. Still, hearts going like crazy. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me, she says. Hey, kids. This is the Arab. This is not Arab. You're ruining Arab culture by doing this. Yes, this one family is ruining an entire culture. I've, this is so insanity. finally, it gets to the point that, of course, the mother has had enough. Oh. She goes up and she grabs the kid. Don't. That was the sound of Lindsay Lohan hitting the floor. Or as the rest of the world calls it, the concrete. <laughs> Some people would call that the scream of justice. <laughs> that was a scream of Lindsay Lohan hitting the floor. I don't think now, she's qualified to grab children. She's so scared. I literally can't even. I can't even. I don't think I can ever change. She can never what? stop abducting children. Maybe. Lindsay Lohan, you are going to change the world. I am so proud of you. Change the world, Lindsay Lohan. Abduct all the children you can. <laughs> I can't even. I can't As even. if she's surprised at the reaction of a family who she was trying to steal children from. Yes. What is, uh, I, I that don't, makes sense. I don't even understand what the world that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was like what <laughs> insanity times. Like I've heard of meltdowns, but um, going to another country, like, hey, we're you know we're Americans, right? Don't Last go I checked, to yes. other countries and fuck around. They will kill you. They will beat you. They will imprison you. You are not in America. Don't fuck around. Like, it's just a bad idea, you know? She's going to get herself killed. Yeah, she really is. Like, she's two steps away from getting killed on the street. If, if that was the wrong family, yeah, they would have absolutely killed well, her. Well, they were, they, were, they were refugees, so I'm assuming they didn't have any knives or guns or anything on them. Like, No, it was just a family on the street, hidden under a blanket, you know, trying to stay warm. And, and they get interrupted by this kindly old woman. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is going to be my savior. And she's got to film the whole thing like a tool. Hey, guys, guys, come on. Oh, I have whiskey in the van. <laughs> I thought she had candy in the van. <laughs> oh, is that what it looks like? They like, they like candy. I have whiskey. Oh, yes. So that was a miserable, miserable story. Oh. That was... Um, that's just awful. So let's change uh, change the tune a little bit here, shall we? Oh, a new tune. A new tune. This is uh, a nice, lovely little shindig from a Lady Gaga, apparently. Let me Gaga. just fast forward here. Because that's, Bra that's Bradley Cooper. Bradley is it really? Cooper. I haven't heard any of this. Why are you fast forwarding to it? There you go. There's Gaga. Or do you? 
It's just, it's just a lovely song. Just brings a tear to your eye. I wanted to hear if Bradley Cooper actually sings. All right, fine. Here's Bradley Cooper. Is that really him? That's uh, apparently, yeah, it is. Because he was gonna have someone voice it, and she's like, "No, you have to sing it." Oh, because she d- does not care for that. So, I mean, she's okay. she's a musician. Oh yeah, she plays piano. She yeah, she, she's she, a full fledged. She musician. doesn't let people do fucking uh, uh, voiceover and and play the tape and shit like that. Oh, she's a, she's a talented artist, but she's also kind of. Riding on the crazy train as well, apparently. Why? Well, apparently she started Allegedly. posting fake reviews. It for... wasn't her. It was her, her little monsters did it. Oh, the the Gaga monsters. Yeah, what, Gaga what do they call them? did it. <laughs> Gagaites. She did not go. The Gagaites. She did not go on Lady Gaga went on Rotten Tomatoes. So not... you're telling me that Lady Gaga went on Rotten Tomatoes personally? Yes. And posted about a movie we're going to review later, Venom. To make her movie look better? To make, oh, is that what it was? She yes. wanted to make her movie look better, so she slammed Venom. Yes. Yes. So there's <laughs> a bunch of <laughs> fake reviews about Venom. Oh, I'm going to come after this bitch later. <laughs> so it wasn't her. It was her Her little monsters were doing it. Oh, they so were, it was a little... Is that what she calls them? Her little monsters? Yes. That's what her people are called. Her, so her little monsters went after a real monster. Absolutely. And uh, it apparently did not work. I uh, mean, her. This is a fight I'll win. <laughs> yeah, Venom against uh, a symbiote versus Lady Gaga. That would definitely be uh, a one sided fight. So. She, uh, it, it didn't really seem to do, it didn't work. I mean, her movie is a big hit. I'm sure it costs like nothing to make. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and I'll pull that up over here since I'm in the noob noob seat as well. A Star is Born featuring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. One of those movies that we won't review. <laughs> what was that movie, whatever, cinema? Or what was the one that he always uses? I don't M- know. Movie something? Movies. Oh, box office mojo. Yeah, they. Um, it's the third remake of A Star Is Born. Yeah, I believe I had that movie of that. was made back in like the '30s, or the original, and it's been remade three times. I think the last time it was remade was in the '70s. And um, yeah, there we go. A Star Is Born. Can you go back one screen? Uh, okay. Let's jump back real fast. Yes. The original uh, Warner Brothers flick was released in, oh, I guess, 54. And then there was a remake in 76. And then another one in 2018. So it's it's a story that's been done a few times. Yes. And it's strange because, well, it's Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. I think we talked about that before. So good for him. He stars in it too. To me, it almost it struck me originally as the story of uh, Lindsey Buckingham and uh, the gypsy lady from that band. This is when Lindsey Buckingham was trying to steal the children from the gypsy lady and was posting it live on Facebook. 
the that band like that band Fleetwood Mac. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, she that was, steals children. She was allegedly? trying to steal children because she assumed that they were uh, trafficking. Oh wait, that was the last story. Never mind. Yeah, you're getting. I, I'm confused. getting confused here. So yeah, we're not going to talk that much more about <laughs> Stars Born of Lady Gaga, <laughs> other yeah. than they were trying to like beat up on Venom, which uh, which didn't work. No, it we'll, did we'll, not. We'll we'll get into that later, but uh. It was not a success, as it, they would say in most worlds. It I didn't. Guess. Tr- it didn't trick people like the Gotti thing. So, no, no, no one fell for it. And, no soup uh, for you. They still made plenty of money. Plenty. I just bit of my money. tongue. That sucked. Uh, what's the next news story? So, uh, more news from the James Gunn story. As we know, James Gunn was fired recently because of a. Uh, some trash that was dug up on him from many, many, many years ago. Yes, from his old trauma days. So uh, Disney pulled the trigger, and maybe they pulled it a little bit too quick because within three months of him getting fired, it would appear that DC has acquired the rights to James Gunn. He will be potentially writing and directing... Suicide Squad 2, which I can't believe still hasn't, like... Still has a chance. Yeah, why? Who would have thought that that movie would actually have a sequel? However, now with James Gunn at the helm, I kind of feel like... Maybe it has like a chance. It's got a strong chance. Of being an okay movie? Oh, my God. I mean, this is probably the best thing to happen to the DC Universe right now is to pull in the guy who's been making Marvel such a huge success. I think if I checked... Uh, between the I got two a bad feeling about this Guardians of the Galaxy movies pulled in like 1.5 billion billion dollars between the two yeah of them. yeah they they were huge so for Disney to make such a critical mistake and and not just forgive him and keep him in the fold seems pretty short-sighted to me <laughs> what a bunch of failures yep so uh they screwed up big time Yes, so Disney, the house of the mouse, staying all, is, keeping the moral high ground and screwing themselves out of the Meanwhile, as they start to crumble from beneath them. Ho ho, we made bad decisions. Ho ho, we're awful at what we do. Ho ho. Ho ho, we tried to act like the bigger people, then we didn't have anything wrong, but you look at our background and we have all kinds of skeletons in our closet. Ho ho. Oh, we're racist. <laughs> well, I'm just going to come out and say it that way. <laughs> there's, an ama- there's a really good South Park about the Jonas Brothers from many, many moons ago where uh, <laughs> they make fun of Disney and how Mickey Mouse is like a total scumbag. He's like beating up the yeah. Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Yes. That was I, do, I do remember that one. South Park's new <gasps> season has begun. We'll just do a quick side note. First episode is ridiculously inappropriate. Hilarious, inappropriate to the max. Episode two and three just kind of fell off and didn't really do anything special. Well, the just first lacking. One, was that about uh, the dead school kids. shootings? Yeah, yeah, it was called Dead Kids. It was about school shootings. And, and the apathy. Yeah, and how no shootings. one cares anymore. And that um, uh, uh, Sharon, I think it was Sharon. It was uh, it's the mom. Yeah, the mom, how she was just ragging, which is why she was so pissed off oh, about it. yes. So what yeah, if, so they went after a couple things there. So the, yeah, the first episode wildly inappropriate, and then the following episodes two and three just really lackluster and not really worth their time. 
One of them was what a, a Me Too episode with yeah. Kavanaugh or something like that. Yeah, but they like barely touched on it. They didn't really go after it that much. And then I'll remember what the other episode was about. It was that you know lackluster. Well, welcome back, South Park. Welcome back, South Park. So, so that leads us, I guess. Are we going uh, to go into uh, the next uh, thing that we do here, and that's reviews. I thought I, I, I didn't. Am I hearing that? Is that real? No, you're not hearing anything. I'm here. I'm in your head. <laughs> uh oh. I thought Eminem was in my head. Eminem can't afford to move into your head. <laughs> he needs to make money for his pill hobbit, allegedly. Eminem needs to support his drugs. There is something very 90s about this movie, by the way. Uh, it really is. And I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I liked it. was kind of old school. Classic. Classic. Simple. I Old school in the sense that they were like, we're going to have like... Well, Eminem, first of all, do a, a, a like the soundtrack was hyped up. Yeah, that's that's a classic thing that always happens, you know. You keep with using the, old school the word movies. classic. Well, does def- this song it, sound it, classic to you? No, no, this song sounds like shit. Yes, <laughs> but the movie itself, having a song written for the movie itself, you know, that with, includes the title, with of includes the, name. the title over and over and over again. Venom. 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 So Venom released two weeks ago, and as of now, it is up over $140 million. Is that good, though? Considering the fact that the production was under $100 million, oh, I'd say that... Uh, made some money. They're making some money. They're doing very well. Um, some mixed reviews, though. Rotten Tomatoes gives it. The tomato meter says 30% from the critics. Certified rotten. Certified Ugh. rotten. I will eat their faces. So the audience, on the other hand, 89%. So if that you, seems to me like Lady Gaga if had you, zero impact. If you do the math, that is only 1% away from 90. That is only that, 1%. That is a passing score. In that most is cases. a B plus plus in many cases. So once again, the critics are trying to slam a series while the audience turned around and said, screw you, critics. Uh, You're wrong. We're right. And we very much enjoy this film. Well, it broke a lot of records for October. I know it debuted at $80 and that definitely, I think it was the all-time opening for an October weekend, especially with the stars born at 43 million. So it was, it definitely, it, it hit a lot of good notes financially. It's, I think it's Sony's seventh largest opening ever for a Sony film. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's up there. I mean, it's a top 10, top 10 counts. It counts. But it sounds like a lot of critics are trying to compare it to the rest of the universe. And you know, these are two very different animals altogether. Rest of who? Oh, you mean the like rest the mar- of the rest of the, mar- the rest of the MCU? Well, let's make a distinction. This is a Sony-owned property 
not affiliated with Marvel Studios. It's a Marvel movie, but not affiliated. So it has n- virtually no connections to the uh, current MCU. It's interesting, too, because people thought there would be a lot of connections where they might mention Spider-Man and things like that. They mentioned no, nothing. not at all. They he stayed said completely one separate. They actually they put him over in San Diego so they didn't have to worry about crossing past San Francisco, San Diego. One's a whale's vagina. One has sex with whale vaginas. Okay. I, I don't even know what that means. I don't But know that way you're separated now from the entire country uh, 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 away from the other superhero universe. So that was a very smart play. Well, Ant-Man is in San Francisco too, so. Yeah, but no one sees him. He's an <laughs> ant. He's an ant. They did make mention of Eddie Brock getting fired from New York early in the movie. Which which was part of the storyline. Um, and they, they did a real good job here where they started a new storyline and paid homage to some things, but still made this its own character, where it's not completely tied into the comic book series, but still pays enough respect to the comic book series to not piss people off. So you like the movie. I will say that I enjoyed the movie, but as far as movies go, it was pretty shitty. Like it was a if Tom Tom Hardy single handedly saved that movie and well, if he wasn't yeah, in it. He absolutely did. It would be a total piece of garbage. They did they did do the old um tricks where everything was way too dark, the big fight CGI at, shit the, show. The CGI shit show at the end. The fight where you couldn't tell what the hell was going on. And yeah. and they tried to be artistic about it, and they tried to make it so fancy that it's like, oh, this looks awesome, but no, it's a CGI shit show. Is most of the things usually do go into. Venom looked awesome when he was by himself. Yes. Venom looked awesome. Except the only thing I didn't like about the costume was the lack of the Spider-Man symbol, which is, you know, he just. Well, this is also Venom in a world that doesn't have Spider-Man yet. Correct. I you know, I understand the, the why Spider-Man they did it. The Spider-Man symbol was from the original comics where Venom originally symbiosed with Spider-Man and then left Spider-Man and joined Eddie Brock, and that's why he kept the symbol, and that's the hatred he has for Spider-Man. Other than that, the Venom character is pretty much the same. He was never out there to go nuts and cause chaos. Um, he doesn't want to kill people. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. The original Venom? The original Venom. Did you read the comic book? Carnage was way more interested in killing than Venom ever was. Venom's main goal was Spider-Man. He wanted and, to kill Spider-Man. And, and there, was, uh, th- there were casualties along the way, Yes, but it wasn't Venom's goal to murder and kill. No. You know? He was mostly... The best way to describe Venom from the comic book is mostly like a jilted girlfriend, like a psycho girlfriend. Yes. Like, and he was willing to kill people who were in the way, but he wasn't... Yes, he was not a killer, per no, se. No, he wasn't. He wasn't hunting people down. He wasn't going to cause chaos. He didn't have some master plan for the world. He did want to kill Spider-Man pretty bad. And, and that's what it was. He wanted to kill Spider-Man so bad that there were casualties along the way. So, without having Spider-Man in the story, they still did a real good job of, of sticking to the Venom mantra and, and really made a strong character here, I think. The origin story was virtually the same. There was a second shout-out to the Marvel Universe where um, one of the pilots is uh, John Jameson. I know it's J.J. Jameson's yeah, it, son. It's, it's Jameson's son 
was originally who brought the Venom, the Venom symbiote back to Earth. They did a quick throw out to it where they said, that's Jameson, yeah. and then moved on. Yeah, it really was not hung up. And they made their own origin story different from the original Spider-Man origin story. But I kind of felt all that seemed super old school, like real basic plot, kind of boring. Like the Sometimes you need to get back to that. I mean, you're not you're not going to make this, you know, groundbreaking brand new story, you know, unique thing all the time. You can't. You can't do that anymore. So sometimes you just have to put out a shitty sometimes movie. Sometimes <laughs> you put out a shitty movie. Sometimes you, and you gotta, get lucky and put a really good actor in it to make some, it less shitty. And, and sometimes you just got to tell the same old story a different way. And I think they did that here. They they told the same old story but in a very different way and Tom Hardy was fantastic and it made a good movie. I I think uh it made a Okay. I would give it a, like a B minus. Would but probably still be a B. Score. Yeah, it's a B. Still, still much better than when the critics gave it. I mean, the critics pretty much start slamming this movie from the very start. Yeah, the critics hate the movie. But I agree. It's weird because I agree with them. Like, there's an awful chase scene. Like, it's got every cliche you could possibly think of. Like, world-ending stakes. Check. Yeah, well, I mean, a that's, shitty that's chase scene. the MCU. Check. The MCU doesn't always have world-ending stakes. The latest they Ant did Man one. Movie. They did one where they didn't have world-ending stake. That was um, Ant Man. No, no, uh, Ant- Captain America. Ant Man did not have world-ending stakes, and neither did Captain America. Oh uh, yeah, okay. So there's, there's none of two. the Iron Man movies. Did. There's two. Name a single Iron Man movie that had world-ending stakes. Um, I guess Mandarin wasn't really world-ending. Just he was just a dent on domination. Trying, he was gonna take over the United... He was going to put install a puppet in the United States government. How's that world ending? Um, didn't that just happen, like, two years ago, when we voted in a puppet? The Mandarin did that? <laughs> that, that uh-uh. I think that's what it is. <laughs> is the, man, the Mandarin is everything behind our current president. God damn it. Mandarin put a puppet in the office. Damn it! Realities come true! <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just feel like the plots are a little more complicated than... Uh, than this one. I mean, I guess they tried. My bad. Sorry. What, are you trying to spoil it? Well, no. I was, I was going after another sound effect, and I accidentally Fat hit that finger. along the way. <laughs> they, uh, the critics really hate... Well, they hate what I... They, they don't like what I like, or what I don't like, which is... And that's how the critics have always hated what we like. But is it supposed... What? Okay, here's a question. Was it supposed to be funny? Mmm... Or was it unintentionally funny? I think it was unintentionally funny. Yeah. It so. did have, it had its couple laughs. And yeah, I laughed a couple times during it. They did real well with that, but they weren't trying to force the laughs. Yeah, but were they, were they supposed to be jokes? Probably. You probably, so? but they weren't forced. Like, you know how many times you go to a movie and you have like the jokes like, uh, that was funny, but like they made the situation to make the joke. They forced the joke where these jokes were natural. You know, the inner inner dialogue inner dialogue with yourself in any situation is going to be fun. Well, the great part of that with Tom Hardy's performance is that he recorded all of the Venom lines uh, himself. He did the voice, which was... So he played the two most important characters. And then on top of that, when he was working, he had them pipe in the Venom voice that he created 
in order for him to interact with the character. So I it's almost like you were really talking to yourself. It seems like he was uh, talking to himself. Yeah. Strange. Who are you talking to, Z? What? No, nobody. Nobody. I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. Who are you talking to, Z? I'm fine. (laughs) You all right? Yeah, yeah. All right. The... uh, I, I felt that they, they shortchanged some of the other symbiotes. I just, like, there's a lot of pointlessness in this movie. That was what always irritates me. Um, but, well, can we spoil? What, but what can do you got to do? Spoil had, it? All right, so we'll, talk, we'll spoil this. We've come. Oh, We've come to that part of the show once again where we spoil for all of you so we can talk in more detail about this movie the funny thing about the symbiote is it reminds me of something that uh, Noob Noob once said to me I'm gonna eat your asshole (laughs) that wasn't exactly what he said but it was pretty close (laughs) I'm gonna get up in your ass and eat your liver that's closer. That's much closer. <laughs> I was going to go after Scott, but his liver's already dead. <laughs> yeah, he's There's leaving. nothing left there. <laughs> Scott's liver's not as tasty. Definitely. It shriveled up and died. <laughs> Many years ago. Much like my little symbiote friends. Well, that's what was annoying. Like, this whole... And, and, and like, stuff happened, but there was no repercussions for it. Like, so there's this doctor who decides to help Eddie... And her her way of like exposing this guy, like the big bad being like a villain, is by hiring like not hiring, but working with a loose cannon reporter instead of just going to the police and be like, "Yo, this dude's killing people straight up." Yeah, I mean, she that goes makes to sense. a reporter and she says it too. She's like, or, or Eddie says it like, "Why don't you go to the police?" And she's like, "Cause I'm scared of them." Well, no, actually, the police will take you and your family, put them in protective custody yes. if you're terrified of someone, and then chase after the guy and get a warrant and actually do shit. Eddie Brock is not going to do nothing. Eddie Brock isn't going to do jack shit. Yes, and a then- disgrace, a disgraced YouTube reporter. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was silly because he ends up. Like that poor woman ends up dying, and she ha- they made a point of being like, "I have children," and then they're just like, "Eh, kill her," and she's dead. <laughs> yeah, hey, that happens though. Sometimes- oh, but Eddie Brock, his life is just peaches and cream. Yeah, yeah, his life was awesome till like the you know five seconds into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? They did. They did a real good job of getting to the point pretty quickly, though. They didn't. They didn't. They like, did not mess around. They didn't mess around. They got to it pretty quickly, which I do appreciate. That it wasn't twenty minutes, half an hour of bullshit to kind of establish characters. They got to the point pretty quickly, and I can appreciate that. I can appreciate the pacing. The pacing was fine. I just, although I will say the the first act, it took. It did still take a little bit too long to get to the symbiote. Dude, we didn't need the whole wandering. First of all, what is the point of Riot wandering all the way back from Indonesia? What was the purpose of that? Um, that gives you the timeline for the rest of the story to progress. Instead, instead of instead of assuming that people just freeze while other things happen in the world, which a lot of people complain about, 
they actually established a little bit of a timeline as to why the villain wasn't there right away. What would have been the difference of just having the extra symbiote sitting in the lab and there was just a mistake and it accidentally got released or tricked someone into taking over that guy. As because that guy was doing it with every symbiote there. He didn't have one that was sitting there. There's no way for him to know that that one symbiote That's the point, would have been more dangerous. Why did they write it so that because one... Because it kept that symbiote separate from the other ones, Why? allowed him to kill a few other ones, not accidentally kill... What was what was the guy's name? I forget. The, Riot. Riot. Not, he was so impressive, you don't remember yeah. his name. I, know, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking chaos for a second, but that was also wrong. It was Riot. All right. But no, it, it, it was it established a timeline and kept him separate from all the rest of them, which For I have no reason? problem with that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. There was just no purpose to it. So? How did the little girl get into the secured facility? It took Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock needed like an inside doctor yeah, but to let him Eddie inside. Eddie Brock also didn't have the symbiote when he got in the first time. So the little girl was just... Had the symbiote. She just symbioted in like oh. they do. I mean, that's not that's that hard do. to explain. I just thought it was pointless. There was a lot of pointless pop, plot points. That, but you're talking about 30 seconds of the movie. There was no reason to complain about that. There's no reason to complain about the fact that they separated the one symbiote and made it travel across, you know, it. it it's, you're talking about seconds out of Those a movie. Those 30 seconds could have been better served spending more time with Eddie and No, and actually, it couldn't. it couldn't. Oh, so they become best friends, like... After like 10 minutes together and a car chase where they don't even talk to each other that much, they become besties and Venom's like, oh, I want to live up your asshole for the rest of my no, life. I mean, it, it kind of took a little longer than that. Because we're both losers. Look, oh, I'm a loser, Eddie. When you find a good asshole, you stick with it right away. <laughs> That's the other thing. Everybody else is dying because of the symbiote, but the two people for that the plot needs it to be successful with... What about Michelle Williams? It bonds with Michelle Williams, and it's just like, oh, I'm cool with that. No worries. No, I, I mean, it, it was cool to show Lady Venom for a second. It was cool, but also it defeats the purpose of Eddie dying for the for the middle third of the movie. Yeah, well, I he's mean, he's no. literally dying, and all of his organs are being attacked and destroyed. And then Venom's well, like, oh, I like her. I'm not going to eat her. Well, no, that's what it takes time. So that whole thing. Think about this. So Venom eats people because he wants living beings to survive if you're Except not eating if not eating living beings then you're eating your host that's kind of what that concept is i get the concept so that's why at the Eddie end says he can eat tater tots and chocolate well everyone has their vice i was oh, like i okay. love i love alcohol doesn't mean it's fucking good for me i mean jesus christ if you could survive <laughs> off alcohol if i could survive off alcohol i would be a much happier person yes but so that's why Eddie at the end comes up with, all right, you can only eat bad people because the and symbiote, tots and chocolate. the symbiote, well, yeah, that's like, my, that's like my whiskey dessert. You know I mean? <laughs> I have dinner for my actual sustenance than whiskey because I like it. That's, that's why he comes up with the deal because the symbiote needs living food. So he gives it the okay to go ahead and eat bad people only. So that way it's not eating Eddie from the inside out. Remember the line where he says, Your liver looks really good, really tasty. I'm hungry. Find me something to eat or I'm going to eat your liver. Yeah, so if, if Venom isn't gorging on living organisms, it's eating Eddie from the inside out instead. However, Venom can also repair 
Eddie at the same time, as long as he's given the food, the, the fuel to feed it, where he can keep him alive pretty much forever. Like when he's in the hospital and he says, I can repair that. Well, let me eat this asshole and then I can fix you <laughs> instead. Well, it's, it's interesting because they had to struggle really to make it PG-13 because there was like some mistakes that I saw. Really should have made it R. They should have made it R. That would have been a great R movie. And I didn't the think reason, it was necessary, but no, it caused them to make Although, mistakes. At the same time, the 1030 at night viewing where someone brought their 10-year-old child to watch it while they filmed the entire thing on their iPad. <laughs> that 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 would have made, oh, Narstown, we uh, love you <laughs> so much. I wouldn't wish to live in that place. I wouldn't even eat there. <laughs> the, so, they, so, but yeah, they made so that was fantastic. So, yeah, towards the end of the movie, when the kid's, like, talking and, you know, everything else, like, oh, great, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, you could have made that movie R, though. That would have been a good R movie. It would. I, I don't think it was necessary, though, except for the fact that, you know, the very, very end, Eddie is walking out after he, he quote-unquote, bites that guy's other guy's head off. I think he fully ate that dude. Because there's no body on the floor. He, he ate fully the whole thing. Ate the dude. Yeah, he ate the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Oh, Venom, Venom, Venom can tell how your liver and intestines and pancreas and everything smells just by looking at you. He said it. Why he wouldn't said, he just smell you from, he said from it, smelling you instead of looking at you? He said it. Well, he said it to the characters where he actually, you know, said brain and heart and lungs and all these tasty items to choose from while he was, you know, holding on to the one guy. That line is one of the worst. I guess that, they, that line kind of sucked, actually. Does it come from the comic book, though? I don't know if that comes from the comic book. I, so does, I heard it did. So, so, does, so does that line at the end before he eats the dude at the very end. The turd in the, the wind. The turd in the wind. It's <laughs> awful. Uh, that that could have been written better. I like where they were going with it. Could have been delivered better. I just don't think there's anything you can do with anyone saying a turd in the wind. <laughs> I just, I've never seen a turd in the wind, so maybe Close I need to brush up. Close my eyes, much like a turd in the wind you are. Yes, that song. Turd <laughs> in the wind. You can sing that on your own. <laughs> I'm not joining All in. All we are is turds in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's another song. I thought I'm I would say it would, I thought it was fun to add on putting, to my. I you know I thought it was more fun than it deserved to be, and it was. I was willing to let let go and go for the ride. It definitely is better movie than a lot of these critics fucking make it out to be. Well, I like the there's one critic who says you know I'm in the minority when it comes to my fellow critics, and I actually liked it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, well, I don't know who that was. Scroll down. You can see it. Matthew Rosa right there at Salon. I liked Venom. Hell, if it wasn't for the sloppy and formulaic script, I might have even loved it. <laughs> I kind of like this guy. Yeah. Although I still want to eat him. Uh, Top-notch acting from Hardy and Williams? I don't know. I wasn't really sure... I mean, no, at that's, least that's, that's that's a good review. I like that review. She was at least Michelle Williams was justified in her actions. Absolutely. I mean, they did do a little deuce ex machina about bringing the fucking doctor in there and having her date the doctor afterwards. But you know, I mean, 
little things like that well, I can forgive in order to keep a storyline going. Oh yeah, it's just like she happens to be dating a doctor who can treat Eddie. Who can yeah, who can actually help him out, which whatever, that's fine. I mean, it does make things a little easier when you're not asking questions. If she randomly came into a hospital with this guy and this shit's going on, then yeah, there's questions being asked. They could have written it that way, though. It would would have been fine. They, it would have been like, what's been, wrong with It would have been decent as well, but to have it go that way, that's also not that big a deal. It, it also, the restaurant scene allowed them to kind of smooth and get out of that a lot quicker rather than calling the cops in and causing some other chaos. Because now he can be like... Well, I have to take care of this guy because my new girlfriend knows him. So, yes, he's my patient, and please don't call the cops. I'm taking care of this. And it allows him to get out of that scenario a lot smoother. I suppose. I, it's a, it's I don't a think, I don't think it was, I don't, to think it was too conky, read, con, con, chunky, conky, wonky, wonky. I feel like the plot was sloppy. <laughs> and the yeah, fact that yeah. they were like, oh... I'm going to go free, like, I'm going to go take over the world with my symbiotes. Like, the whole thing where the guy's like, uh, instead of combating global warming, he's like, I'm going to go get some symbiotes, and then we'll all live in symbiotes instead of being humans anymore, and we can go live he, in space. He originally, well, originally, yeah, I mean, he was looking for new, new, um, new, new places to live, and... Before so we he, could go before, fuck that world up too? Before he knew that the symbiote thing was as violent as it was, his idea was to combine with the symbiote so humans could then survive in other planets. Because that does make things a lot easier. Rather than trying to find another Earth, now you just find another planet for the human race to survive in. Sure. Very quickly, his mantra went from a new place for the human race to survive to fuck the human race symbiotes rule and that kind of happened after he got symbioted himself this is very convenient <laughs> and that's what movies are Not every movie's movies are convenient. convenient think about it every movie's convenient I, <laughs> every movie's convenient you were talking earlier about you know the fact that they, they had to put a timeline in and had to show that that uh, ruck chaos whatever the riot. riot I can't remember that for some reason why, why he had to show the timeline of him traveling? Because the same assholes that kept questioning, well, why is Thanos just sitting on a chair for fucking 20 years? Now, why is he doing anything? They gave him a reason to not be there the entire movie rather than just sitting around and doing nothing. Maybe Thanos was scared <laughs> of you're, 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 Captain you're, Marvel. It's, it's the same thing that people bitch about in other movies you're now bitching about in this movie because they actually did a little bit of something to take care of it. You're also talking about a single character. You're not talking about this huge through the universe. You're talking about a smaller story, a smaller budget. But why did they have to take over the world? Why couldn't it just be like, uh, symbiotes are bad, and then they take over hosts, and they hurt people? Like because, because, well, I'm trying to remember exactly how the whole symbiote story goes, because apparently the symbiotes weren't actually violent unless they got in contact with somebody that was violent or had reason to. Like, the whole Venom thing... Spider-Man was going I out think Venom, in the middle of Venom, the night. Venom might have been a banned symbiote because he actually was a little unbalanced, and that's why he wasn't part of the symbiote world. And the symbiotes didn't become violent unless they were actually combined with a violent person, which, which actually kind of explains where Carnage came from because once a symbiote combined with the in, criminally insane, then he went completely off the rocker. So this seemed more... 
uh, a more aggressive type of symbiote, but it's still along the same storylines where you have a whole planet of symbiotes and yeah, it's, it's, it's about taking over. And that's what these, like these do like planet. Hulk. <laughs> that's what these symbiotes do. They try to take over everything. They try to, 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 uh, reproduce and, and integrate as much as possible in other races. I don't remember if the storyline was as violent as it was, but it was still the same concept where the symbiotes take over everything. Well, and, he, and here's why you're wrong. Think about this. So they already set up. So for those of you, obviously we're spoiling the movie. For those of you who saw the end credits, and, and we'll go into a little bit of depth. Wrong, 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 wrong. Is wrong. they had, they introduced Cletus Cassidy. And who's Cletus? They have Woody Harrelson. Why are you shaking your head? That's awesome. I love Woody. He's he's a great actor. Woody's awesome. He has a dumb red wig on. Well, I mean, he looks only only have to have a dumb red wig for a little bit because Carnage never goes back into Cletus. When Carnage becomes Carnage, he stays Carnage the whole time. They may or may not do that when they come around to the second movie, but still. But just think about the stakes because Tom Hardy did a three movie deal. You have your first movie where the stakes are, oh, all these symbiotes are going to come on their asteroid and they're going to ruin the world and they're going to take over to Carnage, who just likes killing people. And he's not going to kill everybody on Earth, but he's going to kill a lot of people. He's going to kill a lot of people. But that's not... And Carnage does some fucked up things. But what I'm saying is the stakes are, are not as great. And they already ruined with Riot being able to form like sharp objects and things like that. There's... that's you already kind of defeat the purpose of Carnage. So you diminish your sequel by making the stakes lower, and you've already given away the fact, like, that was a big shock in the comic books. When Carnage first appeared... Oh. (laughs) Someone didn't mute the music. You aren't hearing that, but we did. (laughs) Whoops-a-doodle. A (laughs) A little distracting. The, um... So Carnage, in the actual comic book is you know born of venom and bonds with cletus and becomes carnage but venom never had those skills he was never able to make sure he just could do the tendril thing and all those stuff so it's kind of a shock when you find out that carnage can make piercing knives and that's based off the um the, the the insanity that Cletus has. But Riot already does that. So you've already diminished what Carnage can do by showing Riot doing that and more. And then you diminish the stakes by taking Carnage, who's basically just a serial killer. And you have, you know, those stakes have lowered. So you're well, just taking your Carnage, sequel. Carnage was more piercing and, and stabbing and javelins and shit like that. Riot had, you know, a, a mace and big knives. You know, I'm they're, just they're saying, different weapons, but, you know, I mean, that's that's shit that they're going to be fucking dealing with. You, but I'm just saying you diminish, you, you basically I don't think it diminishes anything. Your hands. You don't think that it's, that's it's, lower, it's definitely it's, it's, 100% lower stakes. So, well, no, you're talking about, no, it's not lower stakes, it's different stakes. The world versus a handful of people. And now, so that was the one thing with Carnage was Venom always... Venom never liked Carnage, and there was no. always an inside thing in, uh, because Carnage was part of Venom, but at the same time, he needed to destroy Carnage. 
So there was a lot more inside shit going on there in the Venom Carnage story than there was with this one. This was just straightforward, stop the symbiote invasion. Plain and simple. The yeah, next the one with Carnage. The stakes are definitely lower. The stakes are lower for the world, but not for Venom. How are they not lower for Venom? They're, when- they're, they're higher for Venom now because this is Carnage. This is now <clears throat> a being who's created of his own symbiote flesh who he needs to stop, but there's also the internal conflict because he is part of him and there's this, this weird dynamic now that wasn't there with Riot. Carnage and Venom can also tell when they're close to each other. They can sense each other as well. So that adds another different aspect of the story. Wouldn't Riot be able to do the same thing considering he figured out how to get back to the lab? He didn't know where they were stored. No, he just, no, he got the patch early on. He got the patch from the astronaut early on. So he had the name. He had the name of the company. He knew where to go. So he read, he could read English. Yes. Yeah. As soon as they get in the mines, they can understand, you know, because that was, was Venom's thing. As soon as he got in the mine, he knew of all of Eddie's secrets and he said it too. Like, you know, I'm in your head and, you know, now we are two. We're, we're, we're you know, we are one. Man, you really like this movie. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. I like. You were really into this movie. I, I like the fact that they didn't ruin it completely. I like the fact that here's a character from the a Spider-Man universe that wasn't a total piece of shit. And I really appreciated that. I thought it was better than the two, like the amazing Spider-Man movies with with uh, Garfield. Oh my god, they're horrible. Yeah, well, I thought it was better than those, so yeah. it was enjoyable. And and as we've said multiple times, Tom Hardy was great. Tom Hardy's a great actor. He does well. He's done well in every. I, I think every role that I can think of that had him, I've absolutely loved. And th- and think of. The, the change this guy has gone through. He's played a young Picard in Star Trek to yes. Bane in the Batman universe to Venom. I mean, you're talking about three, let alone looks, but even body types. I mean, the dude has molded into different characters so much so that you would never guess that it was the same guy. This is very true. He also was uh, well known for The Revenant. He was very good in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, very. I mean, the the guy. He's one of those A list actors that does not get the credit that he fully deserves. Is he A list? Yeah. Um, I he should be. He should close. be. He may be. He may be considered like low A, high B, but he should be A list actor. He's definitely more talented than a lot of these A listers out there right now. He's uh, he's very versatile. That's for sure. Yeah. This is one. I think this is one of the first big starring ones that he's done where it was clearly him you know what i mean yeah because when he was bane his face was covered so you know yeah and he's the do not make fun of my voice as i am ready to rise with the fire it makes it very difficult to eat Noodles. Noodles are okay. <laughs> Very difficult to eat noodles. noodles with this mask on. Maybe he could... Uh, I would like to have a stick. Drink milkshakes. Through a straw. I need to blend my steak into milkshakes so I can eat them through a straw. Yes. He could definitely do that. I would uh, have had music set up for that one, but I didn't know we were going to go in that rail. What? For, for, <laughs> for, for Bane? Bane? <laughs> you didn't think about Bane? Come on. No, nah, I didn't think about Bane. Real fast, can we talk about the fucking the after credit scene 
Yes, we oh talked enough God. about the the we identified the carnage and Cletus one. So something I'm looking forward to was in the previews beforehand is the Spider Man the Spider Verse into the Spider into the Spider Verse, which is a cool story concept. I enjoyed it when I saw it in the cartoons because um, uh, Disney has touched on it in the Spider Man uh, series. It's going to be a CGI, total CGI movie. Um, you know, cartoon like uh, uh, computer cartoon. It movie. looks a little weird, though. It looked almost stop motiony. It was like little it, jarring. But but it 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 kind of is, you know. And you're also talking about multiple universes. You have you have the detective spider whose world is completely black and white. Spider Man Noir. He shows Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy is more cartoonish because she is, you know, from that's her world. Um, Miles and Peter Parker are very similar looking, and then when Pig Spider shows up, he's complete cartoon. Is it? So they are. They are combining. Is that guy's name? It's not Pig Spider, is it? Uh, spider Pig. Spider Pig. Are you? It's spider not Spider pig, pig. Does whatever a Spider Pig does. Can I don't he know, swim but- from a web? <laughs> no, he can't because he's, he's a, a pig. pig. Look out! Here comes a Spider Pig. No. They they do they, they and they are doing it in that movie where the cartoons do contradict each other, so they do have to kind of combine them as well. So I I like the look of it. I'm looking forward to. It. I think it's gonna be fun. But why? It's Spider Ham by Spider Ham. <laughs> I like it, but I don't know why they had to add this extra credit scene at the end of Venom. I was setting you up to take it. Which one are you but talking about? The the last one. We already talked about Cletus. I'm talking about the, the extra credit scene at the end of the credits. Yeah, where they did Into the Spider-Verse. They showed a tease of the Spider-Verse. Okay. What Why? was I supposed to do there? I already saw a preview of it. That's why I was annoyed. I saw a preview of it, and then I saw a tease of it, which was 10 minutes of like jokes about Peter Parker being dead. This is neither the time nor the place for that. I just, I feel it really it. is. It wasn't the time or the place for that preview. It at was the end aver- of Venom, yeah. it was an advertisement at the end of the movie. Yeah. That's not, that's not what that's reserved for. That's reserved for plot thickening storylines or little teasers or just little, you know, or, or the ant at the end of Ant-Man, you know, yeah. things to make you giggle and say, oh, that was cool to wait for the end of that. Instead, they threw it in as an advertisement at the end of this movie, which, it's because Sony's a bunch of jerks. I'm, I'm, I'm making the prediction right now. That is the beginning of the end for the post-credit sequences. <laughs> that's the first post-credit sequence where they turned it into a commercial for an unrelated movie. Well, I guess they assumed if you were a fan of Venom, you'd be a fan of Spider-Man. So, I mean, I, I just don't understand why you would show a preview Take that shit somewhere else. And then show, because the previews were long enough. You know, there's always like 20 or 30 minutes worth of previews, which is too the much. The previews, the trailers have gotten better. There's now a couple movies I'm now excited to see that I wasn't before. I can't think of them off the top of my head. So excited you can't remember them. I know, right? <laughs> but you remember Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Because they had to put it at the you end. It you see it fucking twice so it in that shit. Did its job. <sighs> and they pl- implanted a virus in your brain. Where you're thinking into the Spider Verse? Do you want to see it? There's only one person, creature. What the fuck am I again? I forget. Parasite, symbiote. What? 
Don't you oh, call me that. Sorry, I used don't the P call word. Me that. That's a that's a tough, tough subject there. Pussy. Me too, motherfucker. Me too. <laughs> what do you want to see into the Spider-Verse? I do, but I don't need it at the end of my Venom movie. <laughs> you're just mad where they placed it I'm just pissed off where they placed it because it's literally that's what they're doing they're putting advertisements at the end of the movie now they just put a trailer at the end of a movie this yes. is going to be the end of the post credit sequence because that's what they did they just threw a trailer at the end of a movie this is not a this universe Venom's not in the fucking Spider-Verse it's live action it's opposed to cartoon it's two completely separate things altogether. don't fucking put it there Leave in the beginning where you have a trailer for other movies where you show that and you show fucking Bumblebee and and Bumblebee, eh, the, the trailer no, looks better. I'm still not interested in seeing it. You know, with leave, that very unattractive leave, girl. <laughs> leave that or that. Yeah, you hate her. You the really do. Wow, call her ugly again. Holy shit, Z. That's horrible. I got in trouble when I was in the theater and I said, oh, look, it's, there's that mildly unattractive girl again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. People start throwing friend. popcorn at you. Yes. I remember, I'm that guy in the theater. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What I th- I also thought it was kind of presumptuous that they put in a tease for a second movie that Ugh. no one would get no. when you didn't know if this like this was a movie that was right on the razor's edge of being like a giant piece of shit or being a success. Which is why I enjoyed it because I was expecting a piece of shit and I was really pleasantly surprised. See, but that's where I think your expectations were so low that you're like, oh, this is a great movie where I'm like, it was pleasantly I'm surprising. I'm saying I enjoyed it. Yes. I didn't say it was a great movie. I'm saying I enjoyed it. Uh, and I am, I am defending you it because... You are the lethal protector I am of defending Venom. it because the way you're taking a shit on it is the way some of these critics have taken a shit on it. No, the reasons are not valid. I still would have rated it as a positive movie. It's a positive movie, but I mean, there's critics that are completely comparing it to... Yeah, but they all gave it bad reviews. I wouldn't have given it a bad review. I would have said it was a fun movie, uh, and if not for Tom Hardy's performance, it would have turned into a disaster, but thankfully it did not, so it's enjoyable. Yeah, but there was critics who are completely comparing it directly to Infinity Wars. You can't compare it to Infinity Wars. It's not going to hold up. But these are two very different movies altogether. Well, Sony's also known for making, like, trash. So, you know, the last two Spider-Man movies were so bad. I can't even... The CGI on them alone was awful, the last two Spider-Man movies. And the whole thing with... uh, uh, Who's that actor that they made the shocker that was just such a joke? It was ridiculous. Um... Whatever. The one with Andrew Garfield and uh, what? There. The Guardian? Right there. What about it? Here's, here's a review for you. They are in, what, The Guardian from yeah. Peter Bradshaw? Yeah. Okay. They are, in fact, one or two big gags, no real sense of fun, not compared to something like Thor Ragnarok, directing Ruben Fleischer, who made Zombieland and Gangster Squad, is uninspired. Venom is riddled with poison of with the poison of dullness. What? Who is this guy? I think you should go eat him. I am gonna go rip his arms and legs off and leave him in the street to be blown by the wind like a turd. He's gonna be a legless and armless turd in the street where the wind can blow him and he can be like 
a, a turd in the wind. Maybe Noob Noob can blow him. Turd <laughs> in the wind. I don't. I mean, like, so Zombieland. You've seen that movie, yeah? Yeah. I w- wasn't super impressed with that. No, movie. I wasn't super impressed with you. It was a fun movie, though. It was okay. I think this this is along the lines of Zombieland. Where uh, it had a good premise and then kind of shit the bed? It had a good premise. I don't think it shit the bed. It had a good premise. It was fun. I think Zombieland forgot what kind of movie it was halfway through it, but... Zombieland's okay. It's just an okay movie. It's not people, a movie And people were and singing Zombieland's praises like fucking crazy, but... It was it was a fun movie, but it wasn't as good as people said it was. See, okay, well here's let's read IGNs and then we can wrap this up. Fuck From IGN. IGN. Tom Hardy's committed performance can't overcome a painful script and indecisive direction, resulting in a film with a personality that is as split as its titular character. There are occasional moments of brilliance in this in the dynamic between Eddie and Venom that give a hint of what the film could have been in steadier hands. But ultimately, that only made a finished product more frustrating viewing experience. Can See, I agree. I disagree with that. Can we get a golf clap for this IGN guy? Uh, great, great, I feel like his committed performance Douchebag. did overcome a painful script. And... Kind of like mediocre directing. I think that review right there was just masturbation. That, I mean, honestly, don't write a review that long because you're an asshole. And and the the they're looking they're putting puns in there. A personality that's as split as their titular character. Yes, they're fucking trying to be fancy with their writing and fucking instead of doing a review for the movie, they're trying to fucking jerk their own fucking Johnson. How come IGN doesn't have the person who wrote it next because to Because no one from IGN actually wrote it. They stole it. <laughs> they won't take accountability. Because they for stole it from somewhere else. Yeah. If they try to put a, wor- a name there, then they know who stole the, uh, the, the review from someone else. Everyone would know, yes. Pretty much. Well, I guess we uh, beat poor Venom into a... Into a bloody pulp. Into a shapeless... <laughs> shapeless mass of blob. symbiote. Yes, we just <laughs> beat him down, unfortunately. But it's not as bad of a movie as people said. It's enjoyable. I will watch the sequel. I have n- no real problems with it. I did. L- I like the Run the Jewels song in the soundtrack, but uh, those guys need to learn how to write a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I like Run the Jewels, but come on, guys. Write a chorus. We'll figure that out. I mean, it doesn't have to be Venom, Venom, get him. Venom, 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 Venom. Just keep saying Venom. Oh, my God. Just keep saying Venom over and over and over again. When was the last time he had a hit? Yeah, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah. He was he he was non-existent for a while now. This is, this is his chance to try and make himself relevant again. I guess and so. And he, oh. he throws out the Dr. Dre, so... He had to make sure he did that. <laughs> so, if you like what you hear here today, make sure to go over to ourreviewswillkillyou.com. Go over to Instagram at orc underscore you and friend us there. Go over to facebook.com slash ourreviewswillkillyou. Go to YouTube. How we, we need to do something with YouTube again, I guess. Oh, yeah, we, we, we haven't posted our, uh, our, our uh, episodes on YouTube. I, did I do the last couple? No, you did not. So, I've been slacking. I've been busy. All right, so I'll get that going again. 
YouTube, our reviews will kill you. You'll find us there. And we're on Vero under our reviews will kill you as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Should I do my Venom impression? Yes, let's hear your Venom impression. Like, oh, hold on, you do yours first, then I'll do mine. Come on, pussy. <laughs> you can do a better Venom than me. This is what, uh, I'll try to do what, what New Dude said to me. I would like to eat, or first I would like to live in your asshole, and then I would like to eat your liver and heart, but I would keep your asshole intact because I love it so much. You sound like Yoda after he got cancer. <laughs> so from all of us here <laughs> to all of you at home, we love y'all. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>